Let it fucking rip. <laughs>
That's the way fantasy goes, though, bro. Yep. And then opposite, dude. Uh, speaking of the Jaguars in Jay's league, I was going against the Jaguars defense, which did terrible against yep. Jake Browning, who we'll get into. But still not terrible enough because I only ended up losing still, but I ended up losing by, again, I think like point. Because you had points. the Jaguars defense? No. I was they playing Jaden, oh. and he had the Jaguars defense. And it was, he was like up like 140 to like 132. But like the Jags kept shitting and shitting and being shit. He ended up with like 133. I was like 132.5. So between those two leagues, I lost both by a combined like 1.5 points. Dude. I love that, dude. And then on top of that, dude. <laughs> Fucking lost to my dad per usual. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get into that later. Dude. Oh my god. Fucking asshole. How about you, man? Anything interesting this week? Dude, I could not get over the fact that Devon Achan is back, baby. Has he, he we had a he had a little bit of a I I don't think they rushed him. Uh when he had that like yeah. one point game. I just think they were being I just think it was I think we talked about it where like Hey, like he came out, he's like, I feel something. Yeah. And then they were being like over cautious. Right. Like, All right. Well, just chill out because we're in first place. We don't need to rush you back. Now he looks super healthy as a oh parent my God. by this last uh, week. Yeah. I think like 73 yards, two TDs. We'll get into it a little later. But right. he looked like the Devon A chain of weeks two through so four or whatever, dude. Has he overtaken the number one spot? I don't think so. Back we got to remember that. I think it's going to be a timeshare moving forward. He's obviously the more explosive playmaker. He obviously has more upside for fantasy purpose. But let's remember, Miami, with Raheem, was blowing that team out early. Right. So right. I think he was more a product of game script than anything. But, I mean, if you're an HN owner like myself, like you, like D, you got to be encouraged by what you saw because that's only going to make McDaniels go like this, dude. You know, he's going to be like, yeah. shit, man. This guy, I mean, he's fully healthy. He's back. He might, we might thrust him into that number one spot. Interesting note that I read this week: Raheem uh, Raheem Mostert is the same age as Le'Veon Bell. No way. Yep. And what's Le'Veon Bell doing? Thai kickboxing, dude, <laughs> in the Philippines. Getting knocked out by uh, Jake Paul or one of the Paul brothers. <laughs> yeah, bro. But yeah, man, I'm stoked to see what Achan can do moving forward. If you're an Achan owner, you're probably stoked like myself. Prime for the playoffs. Prime baby. for the playoffs. Well, we'll see. In my in my case, dude, I'm <laughs> slipping, brother. <laughs> Injury news, bro. Big one of the week. I mean, there was a lot of big ones, but big one, and one that hits close to home, I think, for us. Tank mm. Dell, fractured fibula. He is done for the year. I mean, I don't think there was any more promising rookie. I think him and Puka at the wide wideout spot, yeah. you could argue, like, were – Especially because those guys were going undrafted. Oh, yeah. And you probably no, yeah, exactly. That's another point. Yeah. Like, got them for dirt cheap. Got them for nothing, dude. Nothing. Yeah, man. Which is a bummer, man. Hate to see those guys go, man. Hopefully that doesn't affect CJ Stroud too much going forward, but Noah Brown looked capable there, so it should be fine. I think but it's CJ sad. Stroud is talented enough to get anybody the ball in that offense, dude. Clearly. So to your point, Noah Brown, plug him in. Fire him uh, up. Yep. I think he'll be just fine. Another big one, dude, at the quarterback position, D's boy, Trevor Lawrence, high ankle sprain. He's going to miss some time. I don't know. I haven't been following it. I know it just kind of recently broke today. So yep. 
Do you know anything on it? Dude, it's a high ankle sprain. Frame? That's usually like a few With weeks. quarterbacks, minimum. though, it's a little different because they're not having to run like running backs do. Right, so you they know? can get so, away with it a little more. Like Patty Mahomes did, came back in two weeks by the Super Bowl. That's Patty Mahomes, though, dude. You're, yeah. Let's not get ahead I'm of just, ourselves. You know, that's all I can see is <laughs> yeah. like com- a comparable situation. Yep. But they're in the playoff mix, and from what I'm hearing now, um, since they don't have a quarterback, I think they're going to be removed from playoff contention, and then we're going to have to go to a committee to figure out if the Jags are going to make the playoffs. Really? Yeah. I don't think so, dude. I think they got a big enough lead right now. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe. They're, I mean, if they're 9-4, and four, right? So If the CFP have anything to do with it, they're probably going <laughs> to. If the college football committee somehow gets involved, then, gonna have yeah, to, they're fucked. Yeah, it doesn't look like your, your guys' uh, rest of schedule is looking too fun to watch. Yes, dude. <laughs> Yeah, man. CJ, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. Bethard? Beathard? Bethard. Bethard. Bethard? Yeah. Yeah. Now the starting QB in Jacksonville. Downgrade everything in Jacksonville. Downgrade everybody. Yeah, absolutely. I would say maybe like you can find maybe some hidden gems, but yeah, I I don't even want to say that because I think you need to downgrade everyone. Sucks. Yeah. And no Christian Kirk. Oh, yep. That sucks. Uh, We can get into him really quick before we get into our next side, but yes, as Frank mentioned, Christian Kirk. One catch, one groin tear, one Dave Ritchie playoff appearance. Congrats, <laughs> brother. <laughs> He's in, dude. But yep. Christian Kirk, I mean, I don't think there's been any follow-up on this either, dude. No, nah, it just says he's going to miss time. It doesn't yeah. say week, weeks, but he's going to miss at least probably one game. Yeah. I would say upgrade other Jacksonville pass catchers, but I as mean, we said, no T-Law. T-Law? <laughs> Who fucking cares? Be careful, dude. Yeah. It's almost like the Joe Burrow situation, bro. Yes. Like all those talented you know, playmakers on well, the offense. But we'll get into that later because yeah. that, yeah. Anyways, dude, last lead around of injuries for Montre Stevenson. Also, like T-Law, has a high ankle sprain. He's going to miss some time. I don't think it fucking matters, really. This one sucked because I traded for Ramondre last week after fucking Jonathan Taylor got hurt. So now in uh, D's Dynasty League, I lost Jonathan Taylor and Ramondre Stevenson in the same fucking two weeks going into the playoffs. So fuck me, dude. dude. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's ass, man. Sorry to hear it. Happens. That's what... All right, dude, crack them time. We're going to pivot away from football here because those who are baseball fans like Frank and myself know it is the time for the winter meetings. Oh, dude. And there's no bigger fish right now in the sea than Shohei Otani. All reports are indicating that there's four teams right now involved. That includes the Dodgers, the Blue Jays, the Giants, and the Angels. Yep. And to a lesser degree, the Cubs. There's been some conflicting reports. No, I actually heard today that the Cubs were out. Okay, but I also heard that the GM came out later after that report came out. I was like, I don't know what this is. This is bullshit. Well, he's probably just sad. Maybe, yeah. I mean, if you were Shohei Otani, would you want to fucking play at Wrigley? Fuck no, dude. Exactly. You played (laughs) at somebody's backyard over there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But Shohei, like I mentioned, is the biggest prized agent on the market and i honestly feel like it's going to come down to the dodgers or angels i agree there's no in between i feel like he's either going to choose comfortability or a chance at winning i think he's going to want to stay with the angels you think so i just think that he's just got it too nice there man like he's Bro, just too, we, he's just we too were the nice. only team that will cater to like whatever he wants to he's gonna exactly and you're still he's still gonna get paid anywhere he goes but i think I don't know. I this something tells me he's just gonna go back to the Angels. What's your pitch if you're the if you're both teams? If I'm the Angels, it's we will do everything that you want. <laughs> and you can put it in So our what ass. they've been doing the last six years, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and don't worry, we're still not gonna win ninety yeah. games. 
but you'll be super rich and really happy, dude. Yep. You'll you, look at Mike Trout. Super happy guy. He's super happy guy, bro. <laughs> he doesn't give one fuck, dude. Nope. But if I'm the Dodgers, it's you throw the kitchen sink. You're like, look at what we've built over the last 15 years. Look Granted, at what we've built, dude. We're we've, continuous playoff appearance people, but we always lose. Exactly. So <laughs> would you like to come over here and would you like to lose in the regular season or yeah. would you like to lose in the postseason? That's a great pitch, you dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So it's just. Well, man, I say we crack him to that, dude. Yep. May the best team win. May the best one win. Cheers. As long as he doesn't go to the fucking Cubs, dude. Or the Blue Jays. Fuck them. Oh, God. The Blue Jays fans are getting real annoying about this shit. Just as someone who's been kind of following it closely. That's funny because I've only met one damn Blue Jays fan my whole life. Who? A dude that I worked with. He was a project manager, and he's like, dude, I hear you're a baseball fan. I'm like, yeah, I'm a Dodger fan. He's like, I'm a Blue Jays fan. I was like, a what? <laughs> A Suns fan? Is that what you said? <laughs> Basically, dude, it's yeah. the strangest thing in the world. Oh, he was actually man. super nice, and then we we talked about um, Ryu, the pitcher that went from the Dodgers over the Blue Jays. For oh, back, dude, so. I have a sick baseball card by that guy. I so actually Ryu? Ryu actually sold it for like fifty bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah, dude, it was like a one of fifty like gold plated card. It was dope, dude. That's tight. Yeah. All right, dude. Moving along to football, let's get into studs of Week Thirteen. Number one on this list. Geno Smith, 334 passing yards, three TDs, good for 30 points. This was an absolute barn burner of a game, dude. Yeah, man, this guy's one list. He's a he's a or one week he's a dud, and the next he's a he's a stud. And here he is. So, I think last week Daniel and I shit all over Geno Smith, but here he is. Yeah, I think anyone with a brain could have been like, "There's no way that Geno does." this year what he did last year dude so i think everyone knew that he was due to you know regress a little bit which has been the case but shit man you put up that stat line against i don't want to say one of the better defenses but i guess they are really especially at their place 30 points on the road i mean they lost right but fuck for fantasy purposes that's a great stat line yeah it's weird um Again, Dallas tends to play down to their competition a lot. Yeah. And the defense is no it also does the same. So like you you would think coming into this matchup that Dallas had the advantage from the defensive side of the ball. But in reality, Geno Smith came in and like lit their asses up. Good for Geno. Fucking dude. you know. And that was Thursday night. And I think in one of our dynasty teams, in our one of our dynasty leagues in Jays. I think the guy I was playing had four guys going. He had Dak Prescott, DK Metcalf, um, and some other people. But I was I was down ninety nine points after Thursday night. <laughs> oh yeah, you were here, dude, when <laughs> yeah, that happened. That's right. Yeah, and so like I, I was remember like, that you're like, well, that's it, dude. Yeah, I lost. Then then the guy ended up putting up two ten, highest of his of his season. I'm hundred points between three players. I mean, what can you do? You're fucked after Didn't that. Do nothing dude. there. Yeah, dude. you just like, sit there and take it nothing. up the ass like a good little boy. Like, wow. <laughs> That fucking shit's been a disaster, but Geno Smith looked good this week. He yep. lit it up on a Thursday night, especially much needed because the NFL primetime games were Finally, terrible. dude. I was, yeah, that's yeah. a great point. Finally a decent game on a primetime game. Uh, another guy lit it up, dude, Brock Purdy. This is a cool one because of uh, a quote I'm about to say, but Brock Purdy had 314 passing yards for four TDs, good for 29.5 fantasy points. So I was kind of just scrolling on social medias or whatever, and I came across this quote uh, 
from Debo Samuel. And it was after the shellacking that the Eagles gave them in the conference game last year. Yep. And Debo Samuel said, if Brock was in that game, I guarantee you that shit would not happen. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit here. Right. All right. right. But he's like, that would not have happened. And sure enough, Brock Purdy absolutely shellacked the fucking Eagles, dude. So, yes, I I agree that that happened. But I do not agree that if Brock Purdy was in the NFC Championship game, that wouldn't have happened. Because at the time, I think Brock, Brock Purdy was still figuring it out. And so I didn't think they had the offensive capability to contend with Philly. I think Philly was going to win that game regardless. It was just a matter of, are we going to lose or are we going to get our asses whooped? And they got their asses whooped. <laughs> You're this right. is a different team than last year. Brock Purdy has a lot more experience under his belt. A lot belt. more comfortable. What's most important is that he's actually faced adversity this season, and he's figured it out. Like he went through a rough patch with when his when his guys were down, and they came back, and he's kind of getting back. To, so it's like you need to face adversity to get better. Are you like completely sold on Brock Purdy? Though? I am still not sold on anybody in that quarterback system Me because either, I man. very much like you know Tua down in Miami. I think the. Those yeah. systems just need people who are intelligent who get the ball out fast. And we've said it a hundred times before. If you got the right guy to do it, then fuck it. Who cares? Exactly. But, but at the end of the day, yeah, they're still winning. Exactly, dude. So if that's I mean, that's the formula that helps them win. I think the Niners and Seahawks are gone on a crash course for an NFC championship game. And I still think the fucking Niners don't beat the Philly, Phil, don't beat Philly in the playoffs. All right. I think Jalen Hurts is a different a different animal in the come playoffs. You heard it here first from DJ Frank. Eagles over Niners. You think you are they are they your Super Bowl pick? Super Bowl pick. All right, man. Over who? From the AFC? Yeah. Probably the fucking Chiefs. Yeah, probably. Probably the fucking Chiefs. I think I said it. I was going to repeat again too. It's just there's certain players it seems like in the NFL that tend to elevate their their play in the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts last year, Josh Allen to a degree, but he just always runs into someone who's slightly better than Patrick Mahomes. So, like, those guys, that's why I'm like, this game to me, like, to the Niner fans, they're like, I fucking knew it. Like, it's like their Super Bowl, right? But, like, to Philly fans, are like, who cares? We'll see you in the fucking playoffs and see if you can beat us. That's what I think is more important. I'm like, go into the playoffs and beat them in the playoffs in a completely different atmosphere. Yep. We'll see what's up. Yeah. Well, Sorry, we've gotten off on a tangent We there. did, dude. And I was going to say, one team who I would not be surprised to see them play other than the Niners is the Dallas Cowboys. And speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott on this list, 299 yards, three passing TDs, good for 28.3 fantasy points. There's arguably no hotter quarterback in fantasy right now than Dak, dude. Thoughts on his performance? Again, he came in against the Seattle defense, which I would consider soft, so they had the advantage from an offensive perspective. Soft is an understatement, dude. Yeah, exactly. That was embarrassingly so, bad. Like, we're gonna we're gonna belabor this point because uh fucking Daniel called it a couple weeks back. Like the he back half of this guy's uh, uh schedule is soft as Charmin. Yep. As in soft as Dwight Howard. And so <laughs> Yeah, dude. you know, like it, this is easy pick. I think you expect 25 to 30 every week from Dak Prescott to finish out the season. If you have him, you should be super lucky. If you're looking for, if you're in playoff contention, you should be super pumped because you're going to get a guaranteed 30 burger and yeah, ride the Dak wave, baby. Ride it, baby. Uh, real quick breaking news here on ATC regarding baseball. The angels did just in fact sign Luis Garcia. Let's oh go. Oh my God. <laughs> 
Bro, I pulled up MLB oh, trade nice. rumors and I was all the angels to sign and I got super my like I got like a pit in my stomach. I was like, Oh my god, dude, <laughs> it's happening. They signed fucking nobody. Oh, fucking nobody. Go yep. back to your On to the next. Jake Go. Browning, QB four on the <laughs> list, dude. But seriously, Jake Browning, massive game. I'm pissed that I didn't pick him up. Dude, I can't I'm kicking myself for and I really don't like to talk about like my teams or whatever, but I'm kicking myself for fucking passing on this guy and picking up Baker Mayfield. Fucking embarrassing, Brady. Anyways, Jake Browning, 354 passing That's yards. pretty fucking rad. One touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> one passing touchdown. He also uh, scored one on the ground, good for 26.7 points. Uh, I was hearing during the game, I don't know if you saw this game, bro, but um, this is actually his highest passing total since his days at Washington. I thought you were going to say this is his highest passing total ever. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, I mean, it pretty like, much is. Of his whole life. He's never thrown for more than 350 I, yards. I think he threw a little more over uh, when he played for Washington, but uh, that is the school Washington, Frank. Yep, um, not Washington, not yeah, to be not, confused not, with not Washington be, State. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or the Commanders. <laughs> or the Commanders. <laughs> the Washington State Commanders. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, dude, Jake Browning had himself a day, bro. Do you think he's? Do you think he makes any kind of push here for the Bengals? As far as what, like to try and like put so them in playoff contention, bro. He looked. Performance? He looked. You got to be encouraged, bro. He looked good, man. Fan. He put the ball where it needed to be on like almost every throw, dude. He looked great. Now, let's not get anything twisted. The Jaguars' defense is horrendous. It looked terrible uh, yesterday. They, okay, they were, it looked terrible. You, it on looked. Night. It's looked bad the last couple weeks, but they. They shouldn't be that bad. They shouldn't be. They yeah, got talent. Right. They got some first rounders they out do. there. Yeah, some, they got, they got a good, first overall pick out the back. They there. got some good players. Yeah. But if I'm a Cincinnati fan, if I'm a owner of any of those receivers or any of those role players over there, I am at least encouraged. You know. Yeah. Because at least I know that he's able to get the ball to Jamar Chase. That he can get it to to um, T Higgins and that. And you T know, Higgins is back. That and they featured. Back. And they featured. You know the run game, so it seems like they lean on the run game, and he's able to make make the throws th- that he needs to. Which is good because I think this is the first time that uh, I'm drawing a blank on the coach's name. Zach, uh, Zach something. His uh, his brother's the name? offensive co- the offensive coordinator of the Anyways, Jaguars. I think this is the first time that he's felt comfortable with Jake kind of airing it out because the first game or so. He was Zach leaning, Taylor. Zach Taylor, thank you. He was leaning more on the run game, and now I think with this performance that he's that Jake's like, "Yo, man, you can trust me to air it out." And sure enough, like I said, Jake put that shit on the money, bro. Yeah, so. I think what's key here, man, is that the lo- offensive line looked good. Offensive line looked good. Yeah, gave him time to get the ball out, and I didn't see there wasn't too many deep shots, bro. Like it nope. was a lot of just like intermediate throws. Out. Yeah, get the ball out. To your playmakers, and that's what he did. Very almost West Coasty type yep. of approach. So good on Jake, bro. And lastly on this list, RIP Trevor Lawrence, two hundred fifty-eight passing yards, two TDs, one rushing TD, and one broken ankle. Good for twenty-five point one <laughs> fantasy points. <laughs> I mean, it might as well be at this point in the season if you have him in your in playoff hunt. Like this, ju- this sucks, bro. Both from a fantasy standpoint and a real NFL standpoint because. It looked like he was finally coming into his own. Yep. Like over the last few weeks, bro. Like this was the Trevor Lawrence that we were expecting to see for years, man. And last year, like at the end of the second half of last year, he really became elite and carried his team, and he was starting to do that again this week or yep. this year. And yeah, just went yeah. down with that high ankle sprain. Sucks. 
Sucks Big time suck, sucks. Man. It does suck to suck. Sorry, dude. All right, bro. Let's get to running backs. Speaking of the Bengals-Jags game, Joe Mixon. 68 rushing yards, 49 receiving yards. Good for two total touchdowns. Uh, was it two or three? I thought he had two. Two. Okay, yeah, so he had two. Uh, good for 29.7 fantasy points. Like to your point, Frank, they f- seem to feature the run game more because they were air- they were able to get the pass game going which is good if you're a Joe Mixon owner. I don't know if this is a norm going forward, though. I think this may be kind of a be cautious approach if you're a Joe Mixon owner. This is that typical Joe Mixon game that tends to happen late in the season. It happened last year, too. I remember he put up like, yeah, I remember that game. 50 last year, he had five touchdowns. And this week he put up up 30 with two touchdowns, and he looked good doing it. Yeah. Um, I think leading up to this, Joe Mixon had some really good games, especially when they were kind of featuring him when – Joe Burrow went down, but yeah, I. It's just Joe Burrow or uh, Joe Mixon's old now. Yep. So like, oh, seven years. You're willing. I'm waiting to see when the, when the drop off happens. I, like he's sixth overall right now because of this game, mm-hmm. and so I don't know. He's still maintaining that status. Yeah, looks good. Yep. Good to see Joe up here. It is. Congrats, Joe. Another person that we tend to see up here more times than not: Alvin Kamara, 51 rushing yards, 58 receiving yards. Good for two rushing touchdowns and a total of 28.9 fantasy points. Massive game. I didn't see this game, bro. So I, I really don't know what he looked like or anything of the sort. But Alvin Kamara has changed the way that he has like is like playing running back. So before he was more of that all-purpose, do-it-all Swiss Army knife, right? Well, he's become captain checkdown because Derek, that's what Derek Carr does. And yep. he moves the chains. Yep. He's a workhorse. It's It's weird. Like he's not as fast as he used to be. But he's still fast enough. Like, remember how fast Alvin Kamara was in his prime? He was very fast. So he's not that fast, but he's still fast enough to outrun 90% of the field. And, and so he's impressive. looking good. So, like, if you took a chance on him early on in the se- in draft season while well knowing he was suspended, damn, dude, you're probably flying high right now because he was probably your third running back, and now he's moved into – he's full – he's a weekly RB1, what I would call matchup proof. And he missed the first, like, what, three games of the season? Four, Four games. games of the season? That's what I'm saying. Good for him, bro. Good to see uh, Alvin back up. Speaking here. of another guy that missed a ton of time, who we already talked about, Devon Achan, baby. 73 rushing yards. He also had 30 reception yards. Good for two rushing TDs as well for 25.3 fantasy points. As me and Frank mentioned, I think this may have been a product more of game script than anything. The Dolphins were blowing out the commanders early in this game, which allowed Achan to get some run in. But. I mean, he still got 20 touches overall, 17 on the ground. He got three catches through the air, like you said, 30, 30 yards. And he got two rushing scores, man. Listen I mean, to this, dude. He's not going anywhere, brother. This guy is going to be able to provide you potentially up to 20 points or more every week, dude. He is running back 27 in PPR formats. Yeah. And he's played half of the 12 games. So fringe RB2. Yeah. And <laughs> like he's right played, outside RB2 area. And he's played half. Yeah. Of the Miami Dolphins games. That's insane, bro. Fuck, man. You know? Like, in one of the games, he 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 played one snap and came out. That was the... Yeah, that was the kind of weird game. So, okay, five games. Yeah. We won't... Let's not count RB that one, it, Yeah, five let's games. Let's just say four games. It sounds cooler. No, five games, RB20, RB27. Four games, RB13. <laughs> one game, <laughs> RB1, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, Devon H.M. But the dude... I mean, we've said this since day one. This no, dude is bro. a home run let's, away. Let's, let's not dis discredit yourself bro you said this from day one we bro. we take all we the credit, can take on credit the show. as a team but you definitely were like go get devon a chain baby 
I was also about. I mean, if you're gonna, we're gonna brag about it. I said about Kyron Williams too. You did, and if we're gonna brag about more about this shit, I said Achan was gonna go to the Dolphins. You did. So let's See? go, brother. It's a team. It's just a team effort out here, baby. Fuck you, D. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get <kidding>, brother. <laughs> All right, man. Derrick Henry, 102 point, or excuse me, 102 rushing yards, two rushing TDs, good for 25 points, and a concussion, dude. He is out. We don't know. Did we put him in the news? I don't know if we did. We, we did not because I, it was a head injury. And I oh, you in, said it wasn't a concussion. And it right? didn't look like, or it didn't. They didn't say it's I a concussion. It it's like, is it? I, I think it know. was. I think it was. Uh, if it isn't concussion, that's good news for you, Tajay Spears owners, because I think D made a solid point on one episode to where the NFL has been very cautious with concussions this season, where if you're diagnosed with one during the game, it's like 99 point percentage chance you're going to miss the next game. Okay, so they checked him for a concussion, but after the fact, the coach said it's not he's not in concussion protocol. That's why I thought it was something else, maybe. Oh. Which is weird. I would be even more alarmed if that's the case, dude. Yeah, they d- they don't really say anything else. Hmm. Like they don't say he's, he has any symptoms. I don't know. That's I think that's kind of weird. That is. I, it sounds like he's probably going to play though. Oh, is he? Yeah. All right. Well, disregard everything I said about Tajay Spears then. Well, no. It's but still important. If he does if he does miss, you know, Tajay Spears is the guy, bro. Yep. You want to grab him. But good to see Return of the King at least for one day. I feel like it's Every other week with that guy, dude. You know, it's like one week I look like Derrick Henry. I'm gonna take three weeks off and then I'll put in work. And then I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think he knows he's probably gonna get cut after this year. Oh, maybe because he's gonna be he's gonna be a contract casualty. I think. Yeah, dude. Uh, lastly, dude, round out the list: James Conner, 105 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, 22.5 fantasy points. Can't say I'm shocked for those that buy into the revenge narratives of sorts. If those without falling, James Conner returned to Pittsburgh, which is where he was drafted, which is where he also went to school. Not surprising to see him get in the end zone at all, dude. Yeah, I mean, this guy just doesn't die, man. I mean, he's only 28, 27. Oh, I guess I mean, that's, that's kind of old. Yeah, for That's running 50 back for running backs. But, I mean, shit, dude. The Cardinals got nobody else at that position. That's true. Other than they Kyler. Hate, they hate Keontae Ingram. They hate Keontae. What's his name? Is always Amari injured nowadays. DiMarcado yeah, Amari is always injured. injured. Yeah, so... Big day at the office for James, bro. Honorable mention, uh, one of Frank's fanboys, Rashad White, good for 19.6 fantasy points. This guy has just as has has just as many catches as Christian McCaffrey. No way. I think since no, not of all season, but I think of since like the last five weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you drafted Rashad White, like we told you to in the later rounds, you just picked up he's an RB one. Bro, look every look week. At, this guy's seventeen, nineteen points. Look at all the running back. Okay, I'm also gonna give ourselves a clap on the back for fading the running back purposes because I'm pretty sure if you did do that and you did end up with a Devon Achan, I mean that's kind of an extreme outlier because right. no one really saw that guy. But if you ended up with a Raheem Mostert or a Brian Robinson or a Rashad White, dude, you're you're probably sitting pretty right now, dude. dude. Like. Those guys are unsung heroes. Look at all those running; those running backs are all top. Yeah. So, with the exception of Devin Etchin, because he's missed so much time. Right. Brian Robinson, top Bit ten of an running outlier. back. Yep. 
Uh, Rashad White, White top, top 10. ten running back. Mostert, top ten. Top ten. Nobody saw that one coming though. I will say, I was like, I wasn't like, man, I can't wait to to the fifteenth round to draft Raheem Mostert. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, dude. So if you draft a Raheem Mostert and you hit on that that late, good for you, man. I can't say I did that, but I targeted Rashad White in all of my leagues. I have Rashad White in like eighty percent of my leagues. Nice, bro. And I'm gonna make playoffs on every roster that I drafted Rashad White. So I drafted a uh, Raheem Mostert. I mean, Mary drafted Raheem Mostert. All nice. right, on to the next one. <laughs> Wide receivers, dude. DK Metcalf, uh, massive game. Six catches, 134 yards, and three TDs. Dude, I... One, s- about a third of those points came from one play. I saw and that. You sat here, right here. I saw that this whole game right here and watched this 37-point debacle happen against me when I was vying for playoffs in Jay's Dynasty. So, fuck you, DK Metcalf, but you're the man. <laughs> I mean, has he done that at all this season, though? Nah, dude? man. He's been pretty quiet this season. He's been... He actually, before that last Thursday, when D and I recorded the few days prior to that, mm-hmm. DK was on our list as one of the guys that has significantly underperformed this season yep. up till that point. I mean, that whole offense is underperformed. I think Tyler Lockett's right there where he should be. I don't think but so, he's probably the I only one. I think he's underperformed, too. Really? Oh, yeah, mm. dude. Uh, I think the only one that's been respectable on that offense has been uh, what's his name Walker. Uh, yeah, Walker. When healthy. Yeah, can, yeah can another Walker one that's here. been yeah another one. You can, yeah. All right, dude. Moving along. Debo Samuel, massive day. Four catches, 116 yards, two receiving touchdowns. He also had a, a score on the ground as well. Good for 35.8 fantasy points. Another classic Debo game here. He's Just, been he's been coming around lately too, dude. I think that's two weeks straight. Which is weird, man, because I feel like. Well, I know that I personally was like, when everyone's healthy on this list, Ayuk's the guy, dude. Ayuk's the man you want to have. And it just, it seems like every week Shanahan dials up something completely different. He's creative, dude. And he knows how to get his guys in space does, and how to keep those defenses on the He knows toes. how to exploit matchups really well. Yeah. And so this is what happened here, dude. It was a Debo week. Yep. Maybe next week it's George Kittle. Yep. Uh, Nico Collins, dude. This was maybe in due part to Tank Dell going out, but nine catches, 191 yards, and a touchdown, good for 34.1 fantasy points. Balled fucking out. Regardless of Tank Dell going out or not, I think it's safe to say Nico Collins is a very talented wideout. C.J. Stroud is a fan of him. They know how to use him down there in Houston, and he showed as much. Not only this game, but he has been for all season. I Mm -hmm. think he's wide receiver 12 on the season, dude. Yeah, so I think if you could get any slice of that wide receiver core, you want a piece of it because C.J. Stroud has proven he's going to make stars out there. Yep. So. Yeah, I agree, dude. I mean, you nailed it on the head. Noah Brown, shit, even the tight end. Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz, dude. Robert Woods might actually have some play moving forward. Nah, Who knows, dude? dude. Nah, <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> You're right, fuck him, dude. Everybody but Robert Woods, You're right, dude. fuck him, bro. No. Fuck him. C.D. Lamb, dude. 12 catches, 116 yards, one touchdown. Another day at the office. 32.6 fantasy points. Another fucking day at the office. I feel like in recent weeks, even though Reek's been doing it all year, it looked like A.J. Brown was was doing that for, you know, a little bit. And now C.D. Lamb is like now. C.D.'s right there, bro. Doing it. uh, This guy, I've said it 100 times before, from a dynasty standpoint, there's no other wide receiver I want than C.D. Lamb. I can't think of one, dude. Can you? I would maybe say maybe Chase? A.J. Brown. No way. A.J. Dude. Brown's pretty young, too. No way. I mean, he is, but I just feel like there's nobody there to compete with C.D. And it's going to be like oh, that okay. for the You're foreseeable right. future. Right? I was thinking just like talent-wise. If Joe Burrow's healthy, I would argue maybe Jamar. 
But Jamar Chase tends to get hurt though. CD Lamb does not. See, that's another fair point. I didn't even CD think about. CD Lamb doesn't fucking get hurt. Yeah, so I stand by. It's CD Lamb, bro. Yeah, he's probably the number one that I want on Dynasty. Fuck, do you listen to these numbers since week eight? 41, 28, 39, 16, 17, 32. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, let's unfair. go, baby. It's fucking unfair. Yeah. CD, absolute monster, dude. And lastly on this list, but. The the guy that we're comparing everybody else to? The throat goat, baby. Oh, yeah. Sorry, kill. <laughs> Five catches, 157 yards, two touchdowns, good for 32.3 fantasy points. Another guy that I felt that he just got this 30 breaker is just like way too easy. Like way too easy. Bro, did you see it? I mean, Tua just essentially threw the ball up and Tyreek went and got it. It's getting ridiculous. That's all there, it was. Dude. Like it's it reminds me of the year that that Tom Brady and Randy Moss connected for like I don't even know the amount of touchdowns, but that that was that season where Randy Moss was getting triple teamed and still coming down with seventy five yard bombs. Like okay. this is what this is reminding me of. I know I said I know I've brought it up before um, regarding his self proclaimed goal about the two thousand yards. Do you think he gets it? I don't yeah. know where he's at right now. I think uh, he does. There's like what? Uh, he's at thirteen hundred yards. Fourteen. We're going to week fourteen. He's, he's got roughly, four weeks left. He's got four weeks left. Let's see. I don't know, man. You want to pull it up really fast? Yeah. Yeah. He's got, yeah, week 14. It's 18 weeks now, right? Not 17? Yep. Yeah. So he's got, yeah, four weeks left. Or oh, no, five. excuse me. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah, It's going to be weeks. close. If he gets a little over 100 yards for the fall, it's, he's at 1481. Oh, that's money, dude. He's he just basically it. needs like 105 yards. 100 yards a game? Yeah. <sighs> that's cake, bro. Yeah. He's Imagine he's going to have one 200-yard game, and then it's going to be cake. He's going to get it, and I'm going to miss the playoffs. Let's go. <laughs> We were just talking about that. Hell I was yeah. talking to Miami Dave today, <laughs> yeah. and he was like, man, if Winky finds his way out of the playoffs, I'll never let him. I mean, and I was like, dude, to be fair, it's just like that, you know, those those great teams that people build and then don't do shit with them. And he's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Bro, I can't help getting blown up on every week, dude. It, mean, is, it is what it is. Yeah. Anyways, dude, Tyreek Hill. Another, the throat goat, baby. The throat goat, dude. Congrats, brother. Honorable mention, your boy, Devontae Smith, 24.6 fantasy points. He's slowly coming into Had his Had to put him on here because this is now five straight weeks. So I was going to say, yeah, he's finally getting it together. Thank God, dude, because it, it was looking a little rough there for a while for Devontae Smith owners. but Yeah, just I, he's still a real young receiver, so I kind of see him doing those that whole peaks and valley because I wouldn't consider him elite. Like yeah, an no. elite wide wide receiver one. He's a really, really high end wide receiver too, in the makings of like a Reggie Wayne, you know? And so he's gonna have these ups and downs. So right now he's up, baby. He's definitely up, bro. Speaking of up, dude, let's get to tight end. Sam Laporta, bro, the rookie. Nine catches for 140 yards and one touchdown, good for twenty nine points. He's the next chosen one, man. You think so? Mm-hmm. I think I'd rather have Trey McBride. Him and Hawk. I think I'd rather have Trey McBride. You know I wouldn't rather have Trey McBride? There's too many offensive weapons on that Lions offense, dude. That means he's going to be looking at single coverage a lot. Mm. That's why I like Sam Laporta. Trey McBride in his prime is going to be dealing with a lot of double coverage. And, of course, he's got Call of Duty captain Kyler <laughs> Murray throwing to him. So, I don't know. I just think the offense on, on the Lions is is better. I think everything about the Lions from an organizational perspective is better. <laughs> the Cardinals are a fucking dumpster fire. Who would I rather have? I think it's an easy easy pick. Laporta. Well, kudos to him, dude. Yep. Evan Engram, bro. 
Nine catches, 82 yards, one touchdown, and one win over Winky the Whale. Yeah, do you want to talk you, about it? Fuck you, Evan Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. This nah, guy dogged dude. you, man. It's not even... Bro, he scored one touchdown all year, and it's against me, dude. Yep. Motherfucker. <laughs> right when Marcus needed him most. I will never most. beat Marcus, dude. <laughs> right when he needed him most, dude. Uh, But yeah, man, he had a massive day. I think part of this had to do with Christian Kirk going out, though, dude. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... But who knows? Maybe it was part of their game plan to involve. Couple that with the fact that Calvin Ridley dropped five balls. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's on our duds list, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> right. Typical Calvin. But yeah, man, huge day for Evan Ingram. Good to see if you're an owner for him. Trey McBride, guy I just mentioned, eight catches for 89 yards and one touchdown. Good for 22.9 fantasy points. Speaking of Miami, Dave, I think he has Sam and Trey McBride. Dude. He does, but like. You can't start both of them. Yeah, you can. He he can flex them, but like I don't know how comfortable I'd feel. I'd feel very comfortable at this point. Knowing Dave's luck, one of them's going to drop a zero every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, maybe. But uh, I think Trey McBride, Sam Laporta combo, it's pretty nice, man. Oh, dude, they're both very good, very talented. At uh, least right now ends. for the time being, dude, because – Trey McBride's all they got in Arizona mm-hmm. right now. Marquise Brown's shitting the bed. He's mm-hmm. not doing what we thought he was going to do in terms of being that number one guy. Right. And San Laporta, to your point, like you mentioned, seems to be the next great one, dude. Yep. Like he's just, it seems like he's putting up maybe not 29 points every week, but he's at least giving you double digits. And that's all you can ask and for. And double digit targets position. on a weekly yeah, basis. Yeah. And that's all you can ask for from the tight end position, dude. So. Good for those guys. Jake Ferguson, round out the list. Six catches for 77 yards and one touchdown. Good for 19.7 fantasy points. You can just start any Cowboy, basically, except for Michael Gallup, and you're going to get a nice day. (laughs) Michael Gallup, bro. Dude, I will never forget when you tried to trade me Michael Gallup. I don't remember who it was. I almost slapped you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what if I throw in Michael Gallup? I couldn't believe it, dude. It's the most disrespectful shit. I thought I was talking to Asian Brian, brother. Oh, my God. That guy is horrible, dude. Asian Brian? No. Well, yeah, him too, but yeah. fucking Michael Gallup signed that massive contract and just was like, nah, I'm good, dude. Dude, you know, <laughs> he was probably laughing all the way to the bank. Oh, 100%. All, You're going to sign me for how long? For how many? For how much guarantee money? Okay. Okay, I'm in, dude. <laughs> oh, I, by the way, my knee's torn. I love cowboys. Hook them <laughs> horns, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. And lastly, dude, Harrison Bryant, weird name on this list, but five catches, 49 yards, and one TD, good for 15.9 fantasy points. I think Harrison That's probably Bryant, more of an honorable mention, so good for Yeah, him. more honorable mention. I think he plays for the Browns still, right? Yep. Yep. And Joku wasn't his day. Looks like it it's was the never Harrison that guy's Bryant day. show. Dude, well, once when uh, DTR was in there, he was looking at Njoku a lot. Right. But he was out this game. I don't even know who played QB for the Browns, do you? Uh, exactly, dude. No, don't even fucking matter. Yeah, on to duds, bro. Pat Mahomes. This guy has been on this list a lot this year, and it's so funny because he's putting up average quarterback points. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe this is a little less than average. Usually, the average like standard is like fifteen. But yeah, Pat Mahomes only thirteen points, brother. This he's not doing Pat Mahomes things this year. It seems like I watched that whole game. They looked you? terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the Chiefs run is coming to an end? No. Yeah. No. I just think it's like it's a matter of fucking this the receivers are are very bad out there. Except Real for bad. Rashi, maybe. Rashi's, Rashi's looking, looking good. good, but it's yeah. like I think uh just a quick note about Rashi, he's definitely 
coming to be the guy. Oh, he's the I guy. I think he had another good game this week, right? Next next year he's going to be Yep. He's going to be the guy. Yep. But um yeah, it, that offensive scheme just looks real bad because not only other than Rashi, none of those other receivers can catch the fucking ball or run a route or fucking no block or do anything. It's like Isaiah Pacheco, uh Rashi Rice and to a lesser degree Travis Kelsey. So Isaiah and their Pacheco line has not good too. and their line hasn't been very good. Yeah, I agree, man. I don't know what's going on with the Chiefs. Uh, maybe this is the final year where they kind of have it, a shot. But it could be that that whole like everybody gets up to play the Chiefs type of thing, you know? Yeah, like everybody, that's a real thing, dude. Dude, one hundred percent. It's like remember when the Lakers were were dominating? It's still a thing, dude. Even when we suck, everyone gets up to exactly. play the Lakers. So when like, you when you establish a dominance for so long, dude, teams are just gonna get up for that no and matter what. They won the Super Bowl last year. Yep. So they're going to be right in that playoff mix. And, yeah, they may not win it this year, but I don't know. I Do think they get back on track. To the, uh, I don't ever listen to it, but I just heard a clip of it. But the uh, what's the podcast that the Kelsey Bros do? Oh, I know what you're talking you know about. I'm talking about? I've listened to it, yeah. So have you ever heard that clip of Travis when he's telling Jason that when they play teams, the opposing players wear red gloves? So that the refs can't see like holding calls. No, I've never seen that. Yeah, their house or in, and when they play at home. Yeah, man, I found it pretty interesting. So when the Chiefs are at home, right, is when they wear their red jerseys. I think right, red yeah. red home. I think white sometimes away. they mix it up. Well, yeah, anytime they wear their red jerseys, essentially, opposing teams will wear red gloves to like get away with holding calls because it blends into their jerseys. Damn. Yeah, that's shiesty, dude. Little but fuck, uh, dude. That's the shit I'm talking about. Like when you're so good for so long, you got to find any way to try and beat those teams. Anything, yeah. anything. So anything that works, dude. Yeah. All right, bro. Uh, next guy on the list, Kyler Murray, dude. Eleven point eight fantasy points. Fuck this guy. This game I was feel, weird. I was gonna say. I feel like this may be more of a product of the game itself because it had what, like three rain delays, mm-hmm. some shit like they that. They couldn't get going. Yeah, it they couldn't get going. Lame. No one could really get into rhythm unless your name was James Connor. Fuck you, James Connor. For right. me, Mar- fuck you, Marcus. Uh, <laughs> But Kyler Murray, yeah, dude, rough day, dude. 11.8 fantasy points, like we mentioned. I expect better days ahead for fantasy purposes. This one hurt me because I had, I still won in my work league, but I specifically picked up Kyler Murray because Josh Allen was on a bye this week, four weeks ago, because this was the first week of playoffs for me. Second week of playoffs in my work league, first week of playoffs for me because I got a first round bye. Mm-hmm. So I was like, planning for this week with Josh Allen out. And for this guy to fucking roll out and give me 11 points, fuck Rough. you, Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, dude. And also, fuck you, Justin Herbert, dude. God damn it. Dude. Absolutely fucked me in Jay's Dynasty League, dude. Yeah, you took him over a lot of other guys. And a lot. To I took so him far. over my boy, Josh Allen. Took him over Josh Allen. You took him over Joe Burrow. And you took him over Jalen Hurts. And at the time, actually, you know what, dude? I still stand by it. I think, I don't know what's going on here in L.A., dude. I'll tell you. He plays for the Chargers, dude. That's your first red flag. It's one of those, it don't matter who's in that color, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could put the dream team from 1994 in Clippers jerseys, yeah. and they're going to get out <laughs> ousted in this first round of the playoffs. Yeah, dude. Great point. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. It just is what it is. Oh, man, dude. But that was a fuck. I didn't see that game. I know D was texting us about it uh, during the weekend. But 
I mean, they play the Pats, right? So it's not that all surprising. Well, actually, that low, but I read a stat about the Pats that they've over the last five weeks they lead the league in least amount of points given up from a defensive perspective. Least amount of points given up. Yeah. So the defense has been playing oh, gotcha, very, gotcha. very well. Yeah, I got you, got you. It's just the offense can't literally do anything. Well, that's fucking disheartening. On to running backs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jameer Gibbs, 6.4 fantasy points. Back down to earth for the rookie, bro. Dude, this entire game got really was really weird. The lines got up early. David Montgomery got on the board on the first drive, and I think they got up like 17 points. And then the Saints came all the way back came and beat in. them. Oh, when the Saints yeah. come march. <laughs> and then they fucking lost. It was the strangest shit. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's like the whole offensive scheme just, like, fell apart. Like, they still scored a lot of points, but, like, Jameer Gibbs didn't do anything. David Montgomery only put up, like, the points he had from the first or second quarter. And then it was, like, the all-Sam Laporta show. And then the defense just gave it up. And, I mean, if you let Derek Carr beat you, something's wrong. Well, Derek, Derek Carr, I thought he left this game, right? Oh, that's right, James. Yeah, that's James why they Winston came back because Jameis Winston Wait, came in and slung win, the though? ball around. Did the Saints win? I thought they lost. I thought the Saints won. I don't remember. Pull I don't it up, fucking dude. remember. Take a look. I thought they lost, but I do remember them making a comeback. The Saints making a comeback, but I thought the Lions ended up holding out and winning. I could be wrong. What do you got? Oh, your shitty Wi-Fi can load here. Here we go. My Wi-Fi is great, dude. I don't uh, know what's going on with your shitty life. Oh, you're right. They won. 28-33. Yeah, okay. okay, yeah. But to your point, dude, uh, there's some – it's so weird, right, that whole phenomenon – across any sport, mm-hmm. really. I mean, except for baseball. It doesn't really count. But this sport in particular, basketball, football, anytime you have a big lead, teams tend to let off the gas, dude, right? Right. And they go, all right, we're going to relax a little bit. We'll just play it cool. We know we got this in the bag. And more times than not, that ends up biting those teams in the ass, dude. Luckily for the Lions, it did not. But I, I mean, it almost did. It almost did, dude. I almost the fucking point, did. The bigger point at large is Jameer Gibbs is back to being ass. All right. One guy that hasn't <laughs> or one the guy that has been ass all season, dude. Austin Eckler, bro. I'm ashamed to admit that this guy was our RB1. This guy was our player number one overall, I think. dude. Yep. And he has been nothing, absolutely nothing short of a total disaster, dude. I agree with you, but I will also, and I'm not trying to make excuses, but I will say that this Charger team as a whole, as a fucking whole, is a disaster. Justin Herbert, who who the fantasy footballers picked to throw for 50 touchdowns this year, has looked like they shell of himself. Austin Eckler also looks like a shell of himself. Keenan Allen, the only thing worth of having a value say, is the you, only one that looks if good. If you were going to tell me, <laughs> if you were going to say, all right, two of these guys are going to have a great year and one's going to be injured and out halfway through the season. Right. Who would you say? It's going to be Keenan <laughs> Allen yeah, nine times out of ten, right? Yeah. So, like, I don't necessarily – I'm not trying – again, I'm not trying to make excuses for the fact that we missed completely because we did. low dude. But, dude, this, like, it's just hard at this point. I'm yeah. a Charger fan. I'm paying to go to the fucking Charger game next week, willingly to go watch them get their asses kicked by the Broncos. That sucks, dude. Yeah, but like the the entire offense just just is just. If we talk about mitigating risk on a weekly basis, if you're trying to start any Charger on a weekly basis other than Keenan Allen, you're fucking scared. Yeah. Justin Herbert, fucking Gerald Everett, fucking Quentin Johnston, who can't catch a ball if his fucking fit was right in front of him, like. 
Austin Eckler, you just can't trust any of these guys, dude. And the worst part is the guys have talent, and I don't think it's like they when they get the ball, they do things with it, but like it's just it's coaching. And dude. I'm and it's sad to say because we try not to put too much stock into the coaching scheme or but you you have to at this point, right? Well, I think there should be in general because no other sport I think is there more value held in coaching than football, bro? That's a good point. You know what I mean? So I think I think from that standpoint, dude, because like you mentioned, the talent's not an issue, bro. Nope. The talent is it's there. It's there. The Austin Eckler still abs- looks like himself to yeah, me. Yeah, the talent is absolutely there, dude. We just are ass, dude. Yeah, <laughs> and that falls on coaching. We are. Or a good chunk of it. Cumulatively ass. Yeah. I so. mean, take out Quentin Johnson. I don't want to throw him as talented because he's proven that he's not, dude. I told D this last week. Wide receivers in very hard position to have immediate success at, and it looks terrible because everybody else around him drafted is having that success. Okay. I will give him one more season before I will call him a bust. That's my personal opinion. Okay. I think that's a fair point because I was just about Daniel to say, look at like, his receiver. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I was just about to say, uh, I was just about to say, well, look at his class around him, bro. They're that's what all I'm dominating, saying. but that's a fair point, what you just said. Give him one more year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And fire Staley, for God's sakes. But for back God's to, sakes, Back dude. to the Austin Eckler thing. Yeah. We fucked up. Yeah. But bro, again. I'm hearing rumors. Uh, you guys might get a. The Bills keep going the way they're going. Sean McDermott. Would you like Sean McDermott? You guys are going to fire Sean McDermott? The only guy that has made you guys relevant in no. the last 20 years? No, but there's rumblings no, that fucking Sean way. McDermott is on the hot seat. That's bullshit, dude. That's bullshit. I'm sorry. That sucks because my question, that's a good coach. My question is, though, let's just say it's true and he's gone. Would you like Sean McDermott Without as question. coach? Without question. He's yeah. one of the coaches that surrounds himself with equally Great, talented ta- coaches. Exactly. Yep. So if he's like, fuck, I don't know this, he's like, I'm going to go get somebody that does. Yeah. Brandon Staley's like, ah, we're just going to go for it on fourth down. <laughs> cool, man. Get <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Wow, we went off a tangent there, but that was fun. All right, dude. Next running back, DeAndre Swift, <laughs> only four points. I fucking told everybody on this podcast the week that he came out and had a fucking season, had a had the week. I was like, don't expect this. Start him every week after this. I can't wait till he gives you four points. Well, DeAndre Swift is back to being ass, just like I said he would be. Yep, he is. Also ass, Jalen Warren, 6.5 fantasy points. Whoa, so there's some interesting shit here with this one. There is, because it didn't Najee, or not this game, but Najee Najee's Harris looked a little better lately. Outsnapped him out carried him even though he was less efficient he's the one now being featured you know as what, the fe- as the running back you know that, what that tells me dude is whoever has a better week in practice is going to get the reps but jalen warren hasn't so since they anointed jalen warren me. as the starter ironically enough Najee harris has outsnapped him every game since then hmm maybe with a mind game from like tomlin the offensive coordinator got canned and the following week, Najee Harris was featured. So it's mm. like it's almost like you can't even you can't even pay attention to the depth chart over yeah. at Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, don't even don't even look at it, dude. Don't even fucking look at it. Like, don't look at me. Like you just, you, it sucks because a lot of people were really high on Jalen Horn, Jalen Warren, and all of us were on the show. But I'm still high on Jalen Warren, bro. I'm still scared. I I'd be scared right now to start him because I would be too. You know. 
Unfortunately, D has to because he has nobody else. That guy faded running backs harder than I've ever fucking seen. And I and it almost worked. It almost but worked. But he's on the outskirts of being eliminated, dude. Damn, if he would have drafted um, Rashad White instead of Javante Williams, he'd be fucking probably winning our league. Probably. You know? But unfortunately, he did someone it. across from me told him to draft Javante <laughs> Williams. <laughs> you guys may not know this, but I've only agreed to doing this podcast to inception all you guys into drafting <laughs> shitty players. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> That's Marcus's theory all along, dude. He's like, I know you guys are just trying to get me to fucking take shit players. I mean, he his team's fine. He, you know, Marcus's. Yeah. Oh, dude. He faded running backs too. I can't talk about my dad anymore. Yeah. All right, on the wide receivers, dude. Scary Terry, big old goose oh, egg, God. bro. I'll let you have the floor on this guy since he uh, since you started him. Really easy to to lay this out. Scary Terry, zero points, zero catches, zero snaps, zero percentage catches, zero everything. Horrible day at the office. Real bad. He went. This is now five straight weeks of single digit production. I have stubbornly still started him through that, thinking. This can't be this can't be the guy, right? Well, he's the guy. So he's on my bench and he's probably gonna put up twenty five this week. Probably. So at scary least, Terry. At least fifteen, dude. Yeah. Well, actually he's not. Of course he's gonna put up zero because he's on a fucking buy, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Moving along, dude. Garrett Wilson, only eight points. I mean This guy this guy needs to find a way out of out, he of, does. out of New York. I was just gonna say, bro, this guy Is it too early for him to request guy. a trade? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't get that vibe from him though, dude. Like, I don't. Nah, he's just. He doesn't strike me as like a prima donna wide receiver. He kind of is, but he's more like frustrated because they're losing. I think that's fair. If right, that's what I'm saying. Like, he shows his anger because they're losing, as opposed to Stefan Diggs. When you're still winning games, you're still getting pissed off. Did you see that shit that uh, came out about Zach Wilson today? Well, not not about Zach, but uh, the shit that A Rod was like defending them. Yeah, I do think yeah. that is kind of bush league. If that did come out, uh, bro, that's real bush league by the Jets. So if our listeners aren't haven't heard it, apparently it's been leaked that Zach gave up on the team, right? Mm-hmm. Which Aaron Rodgers is like, one, that's bush league. You can't let that shit out of the organization, yeah. and two, it's not true. Yeah. So and three, if it is true, let him address it to the team first, right. rather than you fucking running your mouth right. because we don't know if this is true or not. So hey, guess what, Aaron. You willingly went to this organization. What did you expect was going to happen? Dude, that I kind of low-key was like, wow, he kind of like threw a shot at his own team, dude. Right. Which is interesting. So you're mad but, that the yeah. you're mad that of the way that this organization has done business it's for the, the Jets, last brother. 20 years? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the fucking Jets, dude. What did you think you were going to? This isn't in Green Bay anymore, bro. Like, yeah, dude. You're going to throw your ass under the bus there. Yep. Moving along, brother. Calvin Ridley, good to see you again, my old friend. Seven point three fantasy points. I I can't count. I don't know how many how many drops he had, but damn, he looked bad. How old is he, dude? He's like he's still in his prime. Is he? Yeah, he got tra- he came out uh, very young. I don't know where he came from. So if you're gonna ask me, I don't know. It's college? Yeah. Where did Calvin Ridley go? Did he go to Bama? Mm. I don't know, man. Who? Where did Calvin Ridley go? This is a good one, dude. I do not know. How the tables have turned. <laughs> oh man, I'm the man. He did go to Bama. You went to Bama? Yep. Oh, okay, cool. Right on. I didn't see him going to Bama. What year? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Anyone else on that team stand out wise? Because I feel like he wasn't like a standout. 
in college? Yeah, I don't know. I just know. I just for some reason I remember him in a red jersey. Stupid. Okay. Because you think all wide receivers are in red jerseys, dude. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> Oklahoma. Let's go. And to a lesser degree, USC. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it, you piece of shit. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's too funny. Anyways, bro. But I did know that one. I was like, I think he went to Bama. Respect, bro. So. Lastly on this list, your boy, dude. Your other boy. <laughs> oh, man. Adam fucking Thielen. 5.5 points. So I traded Joe Mixon at his season low this I put year. him on here for this reason, for I you to traded talk about him, him. traded Joe Mixon in my dynasty at season low for Adam Thielen at his peak when he was wide receiver six. And I was like fuck yeah, this team is ass. It's going to continue to be ass, and they're gonna, they're just going to throw it to him because that's all they have. Well, since then, he's just hit the fucking cliff, and uh, Jonathan Mingo has taken off over there in Carolina. Another so, rookie, dude. Which kind of sucks. I mean, another reason why I hate Bryce Young. Fuck that guy, dude. So, An interesting note about Bryce Young. He didn't look any better from the coaching change, dude. He still looked like he struggled. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah. All right, dude, tight ends, Juwan Johnson. I almost oh. said Juwan Howard from Michigan Fab Five. I mean, Juwan at this Johnson. point, they, they got the same amount last week. Yes, so. they did. Zero <laughs> points. <laughs> Juwan Johnson, baby. Zero points. Uh, big bummer news for all those people who thought they could stream them and get, I don't know, maybe like a solid six to ten points. Nope. Shit, if you got, got anything, dude. No Michael Thomas. No Shahid. I don't remember that guy's first name. Ra- Rash. Shahid. I don't on the know, Saints. Like that. You know what I'm talking about? That yeah. fast guy? Yeah. Uh, he's good. Chris Olave was on the men. He ended up playing, but still. Played well. People thought Juwan Johnson was going to be more of a factor, especially from last week. He put up like four catches on seven targets. For, and you know like, what they did? Yards. They just fucking ran the ball. No, this is what happened, bro. They threw Derek Carr threw him the ball once and went right through his hands and went to the other team. And they didn't throw him the ball the rest of the game. And then he uh, he had a had a seat on the pine. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened, bro. Wow. So all you Juwan Johnson owners, hang in there, brother. Dude, funny. Th- It'll funny, get better. Funny little tidbit about this guy in the during draft season. He was he, hyped. He was hyped. Hyped as a, as a yeah. sleeper. He was hyped because uh, he had quietly a good year last year mm-hmm. at the tight end position, and there was a lot of reports coming out of camp that Derek Carr and him had good rapport going on, and. It just has not. I been saw it, a hilarious meme on on Reddit that um, Derek Carr told hit, told somebody go draft him. He's my tight end. <laughs> <laughs> Get fucked, dude. Good one, Derek Carr. Yeah. Get you fucking fucked. piece of shit. Yeah. Oh my god. All right, dude. Pat Fearmuth, five point nine fantasy points. He's on. He, I mean. Pat giveth and Pat taketh away. Exactly, dude. I was gonna say he's on this list because of the massive game he had the week before. But unfortunately, this week, not so much, bro. 5.9 fantasy points. And but again, Kenny Pickett got hurt. Kenny Pickett got hurt. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention that. Kenny Pickett got uh, I think it was He's also not an ankle. playing. High ankle sprain. Yeah, he also so, fucked up his ankle. Mitchell, I haven't hit the side of a fucking bar in Trubisky, is going to be starting this next week. A lot of ankle injuries going around uh, the league. But yeah, Fryermuth, only 5.9 fantasy points. Good luck with that if you're a Fryermuth owner. And lastly, we kind of mentioned... Uh, uh, we got two more. We got two more? Yep. Oh, we do got two more. Nice. I see that. Uh, David Njoku, 3.7 fantasy points. Again, he was kind of balling. I don't want to say balling out, but he looked like a number one target for DTR while he was healthy. DTR got hurt. He did not play this game, and it showed. 
3.7 fantasy points. That's it. Not much more needs to be said about that. And lastly, Logan Thomas, 2.0 fantasy points. On a week when TJ Hawkinson was on a bye, I felt that Logan Thomas was a great option. Mm-hmm. We, I even talked about it with Daniel last week. I think he got hurt, though, too, didn't he? Who cares? You're right. I try not to put players who get hurt on the list, but you're who right. gives a shit? Yeah. Two points? Get the fuck out of here, if man! If you're hurt, fuck you, dude. Yeah, catch a touchdown. You yeah. play tight end. You, your, your job is to block and to catch balls in the red zone. That's all you have to do. Dude, you know what bothers me about Logan Thomas? I feel like everyone always goes, Logan Thomas is like a sleepy good tight end, dude. Like every year, like he's talented. He could be a focal point of the op- not so much like a focal point, but like. He's one of the better safety blankets at the tight end position. And he just always ends up getting hurt. You know who Logan Thomas reminds me of? And again, I don't even know why we're talking about Logan Thomas. Because <laughs> you put him on here, didn't we, Well, he had a shit day, but he reminds me of Jared Cook. Remember Jared Cook, the tight end? Oh, yeah, I do. Everybody was like, this guy's this guy's waiting for a breakout. Yeah. Every yeah. year he'd get fucking hurt. Every year he'd had a concussion. Like, every team he went to, everybody would get really high on him. Same shit, Logan Thomas. Yeah. Hello, Jared Cook 2.0. Yeah, bro. Jared Cook, Shannon Sharp's special needs brother. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I think that wraps it up, dude. Yeah. That's all we got. Uh, we got uh, our weekly pickups on our Instagram. Go check them out when you can, along with our comatose sleepers as well. Let's run through them real quick. All right, let's do it. Zeke. No Ramondre. Easy. Yeah. Easy pick-ups, dude. Zay Jones. Zay Jones. No Christian Kirk. No Christian Kirk. Pick him up. I Although, no I would say. No Trevor Lawrence. No Trevor Lawrence. So, maybe downgrade that guy. But, Just a uh, little bit. I'd still go get him. I still, th- yeah, I'd get him if he's available. I think Evan Engram. I think Calvin Ridley, Evan Engram is one, two there at, for the time being. Right. Uh, but, yeah, it doesn't hurt to have Zay Jones. Tajay Spears. Tajay Spears. Derek Henry, Henry can't play. Yep, absolutely. Odell Beckham. Yep. He's starting to do his weird late season surge. He did yep. that up two years ago with the Rams. Yep. Go get him. Yep. Noah, Noah Brown. Brown. Yeah. No Tank Dell. Yep. Demario Douglas. I don't know. This is kind of like a shot in the dark. Yeah, this one's a shot in the dark. But uh But go get him. Let's see what you got. Probably yeah. dollar, if that. Might clear waivers. You you probably wouldn't even need to pay anything for him, to be honest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Probably clear that waivers. Offense is so bad you don't need to pay shit for him. And then uh Parker Washington. That's good. It's comatose sleeper, bro. Comatose sleeper. He he had a he had himself a day last night. So, um, given that we're one week away, yep. Because we're probably going to be talking about playoffs next week. Yep. How, I wish D was here for this. How do you rate your overall fantasy performance as a manager so far? As a manager, fine, bro. I have the most points scored in the league. I mean, across all leagues, not just. Oh, uh, across all leagues? Obviously, redrafts is the one that we well, care bro, most about. Well, uh, bro, that's kind of a loaded question because, very honestly, and I feel like most managers do this uh, when you play in multiple leagues, you are only paying attention to the league that you're most right, like doing well in, right? Or attached to. Or attached to. So, given that I've never won redraft, given that I started out so well, my sole focus has been in redraft, dude. Always. Respect. So that's my focus right now. I could give two fucks about Dynasty, both leagues. Do you want to tell the listeners where you sit in redraft? Uh, I'm in fourth right now. Okay. 
I'm in fourth and redraft right now. Uh, last week I was first, and I was actually looking at it. Next week's gonna be bananas, bro, because if I if I don't make playoffs, bro, there is a chance. It's very it's low. I did the math on it. It's low, but there's a chance I don't make. Basically, I get in two ways. One, I either win outright, mm-hmm. or D, Jose and Marcus lose. Oh shit. <laughs> Not, I don't need all of them to lose. I just need one to lose. Okay. Okay. So, from that standpoint, I'm okay. Okay. So, I'm feeling rather comfortable-ish. But, again, at the end of the day, it's fantasy, dude. Anything could fucking happen. I would not be surprised if all of them won and I lost to Graham, who I play, who is also 8-5, and five, like mm-hmm. you and Dave, and I'm out. So, so, if that... Okay. So, if that happens, then I'm out. It almost seems like our... our best case scenarios each other's are each other's success in that league because i'm in first place yeah i need you to be marcus and i'm playing marcus i need you to be marcus. so if i beat marcus that guarantee that punches your ticket and that keeps punches me my ticket and keeps you at one at one yeah most likely fuck so and go then, beat him bro yeah yeah but go fucking beat that guy that guy's got cd lamb <sighs> and that guy's hunting for fucking system players <laughs> You know Fuck. what I'm saying? Oh, that yeah, guy's dude. a fucking guy's a killer out there. Yeah, bro. But so, yeah, man. To to your uh, question, yeah, that's my biggest focus right now, man. What about you? The, I know you're in multiple leagues, dude. I'm in, I'm in directly in four and indirectly, and you're all in indirectly, the hunt right now, right? indirectly in four other leagues. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, okay, I see what you're you saying. What I'm I see saying? what you're saying. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm making I'm making playoffs in like eighty percent. I think I'm missing playoffs in of the eight. I'm missing playoffs in two. That's solid, bro. Yeah, so, I think uh, I'm fringe in every league. Yeah. I'm fringe, well, in redraft four. Jay's league, I think I'm sitting right outside seven. Nice. And then, well, redraft, or excuse me, Dynasty D's league. I'm, I clinched. Uh, I'm out because of that debacle yeah. from Christian Kirk. But Damn, that's so <laughs> <laughs> You're not making playoffs because of that? Yeah, dude, I'm out. Because oh of my that, God. I mean, it was a long shot for me to make playoffs anyways, but that put the nail in the that head. pretty much put the nail in the coffin. Yeah. yeah. Which is a bummer, but it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, yeah, redraft. Redraft's where it's at. I think Dude, our right redraft now. league right now, I feel like anybody is, oh, you're bro. either going to do, you're either, you can put up 140 or you can put up 90. Well, do that. <laughs> and every and team is like that. <laughs> that and also the way the schedule worked out is literally, bro, I think. So, because you play Marcus, right? Yep. So, and he's going to be seven, or he is seven and six, and you're eight and five. So, you could end up eight and six. Marcus could end up eight and six. If I beat Graham, I'll be eight and six. Graham will be eight and six if he loses to me. If Dave loses, he'll be eight and six. Fuck. And he plays Brian, I think. No, he just played Brian. Okay. So, Dave plays. I don't know who Dave plays. I don't remember who Dave plays, but Dave could end up being eight and six. Dave's also down. Tanked D, out and Christian Kirk. D could be eight and six because he plays. So whoever scores points this week. It's points, bro. Yeah. It's all about points right now. I mean, and like I said, for, uh, f- selfishly, that's where I feel like uh, I am okay because I have more points than anybody. Yep. But I also have more points against me than anybody. So, so you're just a I blow up waiting to happen. Up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So who knows, brother? Who yeah, knows? man. Redraft, where is that? I think the best thing about redraft is like what I was just saying, how all of us is are really close. Yeah. Um, it's fun, bro. It's, I don't think there's any team in there that I'm worried about that I can't contend with. 
but I'm just happy Brian's not there. I told uh, I told him that the other day at uh, Kyler's birthday party. I was like, if there's one team I'm most scared of in the playoffs, it's Frank's. Really? Yeah, dude, because you have the highest floor, I think, out of any team. That's what I built it and on you also have, And you also have the highest upside of any team. And I told you this on another episode where you have something that not a lot of people have, and that's consistency at the tight end position. But you have Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I do. The throat goat. Yeah, the throat goat and throat goat QB, Josh Allen. Exactly. Yeah. And that in itself. And you have our new CJ2K. Yep. Devin A. Chain. Yep. Yeah, dude. So it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a hell of a finish. By this time next week, we'll know the, the final Yeah, we'll standings. know the final scenes. We'll throw it on the air. It'll Hopefully, be exciting. Damn, man. Could you imagine if D's on the outside looking in? If that guy doesn't make playoffs, I'm going to shit all over that team that he talked <laughs> such highly on draft day. And I'm going to play all of his dumb little sound bites. If we could figure out to make that happen, that'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to play it on my phone. <laughs> sound bites, dude. That it's is. Sound that bites. would be hilarious. Nah, man, for the pod purposes, I hope we all get in, dude. I yeah. think it'd be rad. Mm-hmm. And uh, But yeah, dude, we'll fucking see what happens, man. We'll let you guys know. Yeah. Damn, that was fun. Hopefully yep. D's here next week. Uh, Who knows, bro? It's the holidays. I don't even know if I'll be here next week. We'll be here, dude. We'll rotate. Yeah. Maybe we just film another episode right after this. Yeah, who knows? Fuck it, dude. You want a whiskey? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. We're out all later. Right, later, guys. <laughs>